Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Judy was a party girl with a job on an island. She says she's always been hyperactive and got into a lot of mischief as a child. But what I learned from Judy about how you treat your family really impacted on me. She shares her story. I actually got um, expelled from a church. I was a champion Highland dancer. Right. And most of the competitions that I was in were always held on Sunday. But what the elders didn't realise is I used to sit with my Bible and read before I'd go into, like, onto the stage. And then I'd come back and the the um, the ladies would give me my Bible and I'd go back and, you know, just... It, it was always a God thing. It wasn't... I wasn't doing it for myself. Yeah. But I got expelled from that church and, and I probably went off the rails a little bit then as well. And I've always been, like, um, and a little ADHD child, so always very hyperactive. Like back in those days, they called it hyperactivity. So always high maintenance. Never had that many friends because you get on people's nerves very, very quickly. But perfect for Highland dancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what um, <laughs> when, when they mum and dad took me to the doctors because they couldn't work out what was going on because I, I was so mischievous as a child. Um, they said, you need to put her into something that she has to concentrate really hard at. So, and that's when I did like the Highland and the Irish and the Scottish dancing. So Fantastic. Yeah, it was good. And so when you said things started going off the rails a bit, how far did it go off the rails? Oh, I, well, I left the church and um, went and worked on an island. Does that give you a fair indication? Wow. <laughs> um, I don't want to, um, I never did drugs. What, like oh, Keppel tr- or Green Island? Um, Morton Island, so Tangaluma Island Resort. Right. Um, so you never used? Uh, no, no. I, look, I tried marijuana. I think everyone does. Alcohol is probably was my main thing. Yeah. Um, like we could drink a bottle of bourbon a night and still show up for work the next day. That's really bad. Wow. And that was by myself. Like we would go across to the mainland and we would get um, a carton of 750 mils. Wow. Like where most people would buy just a carton of tinnies now, I, I would say. I don't think they even sold it pre-mix those days. They didn't. So Wow. But that's really bad, isn't it? But that's what we used to do. How long did that go on for? Nine months. Wow. And did it... And the, in the interviews, um, they said, look, if you're not an alcoholic before you come here, you soon will be. Really? Yeah. That's bizarre, isn't it? And you do. You, like, you, you walk out of there bulletproof. So. Wow. So what was the turning point for you? It was like a party lifestyle, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, I have photos that I don't even show my kids. Really? Um, it's a great lifestyle. A lot of freedom, no rules. Oh, there are rules, like you have to abide by, because you're in a um, hospitality situation. Yeah. So you do have to, like, there are rules, and if you muck up, there is no second chances. You are straight off the island. Right. End of story. So Turning Point got back to the mainland and um, it's, you have to turn. Like You can't maintain that lifestyle for, forever. So you left the job? I left the job. What, and why did you leave? I, I, I was going downhill. Yeah, like yeah. Just downhill so far. So, um, and I, yeah, like, as I said, it's a very hard lifestyle to maintain. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you spend as much money as what you make too. So it's not really a saving. So you went to the mainland, and what happened? 
um, look, I'm really, really lucky. I can score a job no time at all and picked up a job um, in Bundaberg. So if I ever I wanted to work, I'd just go to Bundaberg because I seem to be able to find that work wherever. Yeah, right. Wherever. Started with Jeans West and um, got off the alcohol by mm. myself. Like, you just stop drinking. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. ridiculous. And then went into... Um, I got promoted to manager and shipped up to Rockhampton within no time. Fantastic. Yeah. And and that's the whole thing. You can turn your life around very quickly if you want to. When you say very quickly, what time frame did it take you to do that? Well, I was on the island for nine months and within um, nine months I had a promotion to Rockhampton. Within nine months after the, leaving the job? Yep. So it was about a nine-month turnaround? Yeah. Still yep. a long time though, isn't it? It is, but it isn't. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I, I see people who take years to, yeah. to turn their life around and I I don't look at time as an enemy. I look at time as a um as a good thing because to me it just flows anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's um So that uphill journey, did that stay uphill or did it go back down? Look, I've always suffered depression ever since um oh, since I was eighteen, flew out to like um, even though I've got good memories and this is probably sounding really harsh um, and and opposite to, to growing up, but my family always bring up the bad things that I used to do, right. like cut Venetians in half and um, oh, I just did mischievous things. Do you know, do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. my older sister and my younger sister still... Um, until the time I left the family, would always bring it up. Oh, you you know, you'd always do that. They would talk to their their friends about me and stuff oh, like that. So they were kind of living in the past? So the, the depression has always been there. So they were kind of living with you stuck in the past and not as the person you were now? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Wow. And How do you um, deal with I that? never told them, like, they... I never ever shared what I what happened on the island, and they were never ever in know what I would do in my life because oh geez, that would be just too much information for them yeah. to even handle. So, so I've always carried the depression, and I think I've always had God on my side, and He's always yeah. been with me, and He's never let me get down too deep. Um. You know, I think he's always heard my cry for help and my pleads and, you know, and, and pulls me out at the right time. So, yeah. So how do you process that with your family now? And now? Yeah. Um, they are no longer in my life at all. Right. My husband, who is an atheist, is um, he is just a fantastic person in the sense that he, he and I would talk about things. So when we would go down and visit them, I would sit in the car for three hours, home, coming home, crying my eyes out of him. And he said, you know, they always pull you down. They always try and put you back in the box and put you back into place. That's Judy's story. Well, no one is perfect. And what a lesson to us in forgiving and not holding someone in their past life, especially if they've changed for the better. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.